0: It's not always fun and games for first responders. Zero
1: five central, you show me in pursuit.
0: But sometimes it is.
2: Oh my God, he's not wearing pants again.
0: Sometimes it's dangerous. Slipping around, look out, look out, look out. Sometimes it's not. Antler Boulevard for a snake in a house. And sometimes it's just plain stupid. Chihuahua in his lap on a lawn This is the table. stupid side of first response.
2: This past, do I really have to go to that?
0: This is Code
1: 0.5.
2: Come in, 0.5. All right, everybody, it's Jason, along with your co-host, Rich, and this is Code 0.5 in Victory Brand Studios. You know, that's the first, like, legit intro that I've done in a while. I know. It's about time. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about other things, and... You know, deciding, like, you know, should we really do this? Like, (laughs) Hmm. how much hell will
1: we get for this? Is it worth it?
2: I don't know, because we got one damn story that's freaking good that I think if it did come out and we told people that, we might lose some friends. Yeah, We might take an ass whooping from somebody, (laughs) but it's funny as hell. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good God.
2: We're really going to have to think about that, because this shit's Damn, it's funny.
1: Oh, man, it's awesome.
2: But he would lose his shit.
1: Yes, he would.
2: <laughs> I don't know. How about you guys comment below? Yeah, should we do should- it? It's, it's on the... And uh, should we do it or should we not? I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's sketchy. It's about somebody. And basically we
1: have many questions and we're wondering how this happened and why. And yeah, we want to do an expose. <laughs> our 50th is coming up and we want to do an expose for our 50th. Yeah. <clears throat> uh. Anyway,
2: we can talk about something else that uh, happened recently that, <laughs> I yeah. thought was hilarious when you mentioned it. Oh, yeah. With, uh I guess your old rookie old Renix is hell-bent on either becoming an SRO, a SWAT team member, or a canine handler.
1: Yeah, or a delivery truck driver, or an Amazon <laughs> worker, or whatever else, anything else. Like, Dad, when I grow up, I want to be... And then it changes 400 times. Yeah. Yeah. <clears> he <throat> just, there's so many, but and I get it. You know, there's so many things you can do in law enforcement that, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to kind of figure out which path you want to take and where you can go. And I mean, you can always go from one to the other, but it's a, yeah, and
2: like the kick he's on now wanting to start a, a, a canine. And it's uh, like, well, here's the thing, dude, is you can't just go grab a dog and bam, he's a canine. Like they'll actually do stuff with him to see if he has the temperament and the abilities to even go through the school first.
1: Right. It's a hundred percent, you know, like you got to feel it out. Got to see. I mean, you can't just. And like he's telling me, he's like, this dog knows German. Oh, yeah. I'm like,
2: what? What?"
1: So backstory on this is it's been a couple weeks, but there was a uh, it's kind of like a female German shepherd mix and it got loose and it was running around. And, uh, it ended up coming up to Victory Studios and Miss Bandy ended up with it. And so she messaged me and asked me if I knew whose it was. And I think I sent a picture over to Renix, and he didn't know. And he was on duty at the time. So he came over here and was like hanging out with it. And so we posted it to our Facebook page and we were trying to figure out where it belonged. And, uh, the owner ended up getting a hold of us. So, uh, like while he was running around with it, um, he was like, he was like, man, this dog's smart, you know, like it, it can do these things. And it seems like it's been worked with, you know, And I was like, you know, cool, cool. And, um, I had to go do something. I don't know, but he ended up coming by with it and, you know, I was petting the dog and checking it out and, and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, it seems pretty good tempered. You know, like we get a hold of a dog like this, it, it might be worth, you know, trying to talk to the powers to be and see about a canine, you know, canine deal. And, know, uh, he's like, really? And I was like, "Yeah, man, but I don't know. That's a that's a whole other it's a whole other ball of wax. You know, I don't know if we want to bite bite that off at the first of the year with everything. You know, we all got going on. But um, anyway, he ends up locating the owner, and we get the dog returned. And uh, he's been talking about this dog. Well, it was last week. It ends up getting loose again, and it comes right back to Victory Studios, and uh, Miss Mandy's got it." And so, uh, Rennick shows up and he's over here and gonna, I guess he's gonna load it up or take it back or something. And the owner, uh, no, no, he contacted the owner and told her where it was. So the owner ended up meeting him up here and, uh, he's like, man, yeah, that dog's smart. You know, I like that dog. And the guy's like, you know, do you want him? And Skinner at this point is like, are you serious? <clears throat> Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Like you're playing with me, right? And, uh, he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, no, man, uh, I, you know, I just don't have time for her. And, you know, if you guys think you could use her, then we'll be happy to kick them over. And, uh, so Renix goes, well, all right, then, well, you know, maybe talk to your wife and make sure she's cool. And, you know, and if she is, yeah, heck yeah. So the guy goes and talks to his wife and he ends up coming back up like five minutes later and he goes, here you go. And he gives him the dog and like a leash and like two harnesses and all this stuff. And so like Renix is now pumped. Like, he's like, heck Yeah. And uh, I've been sick this last week, so it's been kind of one of those just trying to make it through the day, because I've drank so much DayQuil, it's ridiculous. You had DayQuil in a koozie that one day. Hey, now. (laughs) I would have been drinking out of a Code 0.5 koozie if I'd have had one, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've had uh, DayQuil Mucinex cocktail going on for the last week, but uh, on these days, I think I was like highly feverish, because I went home and I just crashed. And when I woke up, I had like 80 some text messages, like, you're blowing me up, saying I'm a (laughs) bastard because I'm ignoring you. And then, uh, so I go through and I start going through all these messages, and I like cleared some out or whatever. And Holly's like, well, we need to go to the store. And then, of course, I'm not wanting to go, but I end up getting my ass drug along to go to the store. And uh, we're on the way back, and uh, Renix is like messaging me about something else. And he goes, heck yeah, it's pretty sweet, huh? We got the dog. And I was like, we what? What are you talking about? And he's like, we got the dog. It's <clears throat> like, what dog? He's like, the dog, the dog in the messages. Remember, I told you, told you we got the dog. They gave him to me. I'm like, wait, what? They, which dog? And he sends me a picture of it and he's like, and I got harnesses and I got a leash. I'm like, we're set. I'm like, whoa, how? Wait, you got another dog? Cause he's got, he's got monkey. Yeah. Which, Monkey is is a whole G. She's cool. I like her. He's got Goose, which is like his baby. He, it gets pedicures and stuff, too. Oh, my God. And he's got, apparently, Bath and Body Works makes uh, canine formulations. Huh? Yeah, apparently. Something to do with her fur and, yeah. Anyway, he can he can tell you all about that. Then he's got Goose, which he spoils. But now he's got this German Shepherd dog, female. His name is Bela. And that's the one that he brought up to the the PD the day you were there, which I mean it is seems to be pretty cool, you know. And I, I was just looking at it. Initial start,
2: like they say, to get a good police dog is going to cost you a few thousand dollars. But yeah. just for its training is anywhere from twelve to fifteen thousand dollars. Its initial training.
1: Yeah, he's smoking some of that stuff. Killed Elvis. And then yeah. it says I a mean, majority no of
2: departments. <clears throat> uh, their canine programs aren't even funded by the police department's budget. Oh, no. They get donations and stuff from people to have it running.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like I said, it's a whole other ball of wax in and of itself because you, you, not only do you have to have, you know, it's shots and it's insurance. And you know what I'm saying you got to make Take sure it to the vet, all, taking the time. it to the vet and all the it time and, and it's training. And then you got to have the DEA number for the, the stuff to be able to train it with and whatnot. And then there's, you know, the housing it. You know what I'm saying? And then there's. You know, there's
2: what I've read, and I don't know if this is 100% true, and and you guys can tell us in the comments below if y'all know about it, but like those canines become like your kids, mm-hmm. and wherever you go, that dog comes with you. Mm-hmm. And it's not a regular dog. It's, you know, if like you go in somewhere and somebody says that
1: dog can't be here, and it's like, no, that dog's a cop, it can go wherever it wants. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was telling him. I was like, <clears> you know, I was like, you already know that dog would be like a captain, right? And he's like, what? Yeah. like, yeah, that dog would outrank you. <laughs> and he's like, so that pissed him off right there. <laughs> but then, you know, you got to find a, you got to get a unit and then you got to outfit the unit and you got to have the door oh, popper. Yeah. And you got to have all this stuff, you know, it's got to have its own vest. It's got to have its own med kit. It's got to have so much things that... It's just, it's not something you do overnight at all, you know, and then you got to have the blessing of your, of your counsel and, and whatnot, your powers that be, the people that control and, and do and all to that. To me, you'd still want to get the dog at a
2: much younger age than what that one is.
1: Right. And like I say, I mean, it is smart, but the, the biggest thing that I can see is that the amount of time that it's going to take to do that is that by the time we get, we were to get everything lined out, that dog would be. Nine hundred pounds and have diabetes. <laughs> okay. Even if y'all got the dog, it should go to you or
2: like the next guy. I literally can't. <clears throat> Not an uh somebody
1: fresh out of I mean that's got brand new boots on. No. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like those boots. They don't fit right. <laughs> so he's he's wants to get new but, boots. But the no. dog is like nine hundred pounds. And and it would be half full blown diabetes because the day that you were there. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, did he not feed that dog nutter butter cookies? Yes. Beef jerky. And then he'd come around the corner with a urine sample cup. And a tub of Cool Whip. Yes. And where I'm like, where the hell did the Cool Whip come from? And he's like, mind your business. I'm like, what the <laughs> are you doing with Cool Whip? Yeah. He's like, don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Renix." <laughs> Where'd Did you cool- get that out of your car? <laughs> I keep it in the freezer. What the... F- are you eating with Cool Whip, man? Where'd the Cool Whip come from? Mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> For real. He made it like... So he's over here. He's like making it a pup cup. And <laughs> then he's you- over here eating off a spoon out of this Cool Whip container. And they're both just sitting there eating Cool Whip. <laughs> could, you- could you see them two going through Taco Bell? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I bet you he's done that because they were so mad at him. But now if he's got the dog, it'd be like, yeah, I need to order, you know, like four number threes and a couple bean burritos. And like, we told you, you can't, you can't come here. You're not welcome here. No, it's not for me. It's for my partner. And then, you know, nobody's going to turn down the dog. Yeah. He's
2: going to be strolling in one day with that dog and its belly is going to be
1: this far from touching the ground. That's what I'm saying, man. He's going to hit every drive through in the tri-county area with it oh check this out this is my partner oh man and the
2: dog is smart oh yeah because like he would i mean it, it you can tell it's got some potential because mm-hmm. he'd tell it to sit and then it, if it would would eventually it would stop and put its butt down and, mm-hmm. and if you'd tell it to shake it seemed like every time he'd say that it would put
1: mm-hmm. its paw up but i guess he said uh he said major was telling him it knows german commands they found that out, I guess, on accident. Or, uh, Major actually used to be a canine handler for uh, another agency, and he was just messing around, and he said the dog was responding. So I don't really know how much training it's got. I mean, but, again, it's one of those deals. Like I feel like Rennix doesn't look at the, the big picture of how long something like that would take. It's not that it would be a bad thing. I think it would be a benefit, but at the same time, it's being able to like get all that. The funding is the biggest part. Well, and the training that it could
2: have yeah. would be like it went to PetSmart. Oh. Because they have, like, obedience training over there.
1: Do they? mm mm-hmm.
2: They usually, when you walk in, they'll have, like, a board up, like, a have dates on it, and it'll tell you of, like, certain obedience training, and it'll tell you the age of the dog and stuff. Because hmm. I know... Uh... But, like, when we sent ours off like here recently i think it it might go or initially it might go for training without the handler mm. and then like the last two weeks of the training that's when the handler's there
1: because
2: mm. like those guys there do a lot of the training with it and then maybe the handler steps in and then they're training the handler how to tr- Interact with the dog. I don't know. These would would all be
1: questions for Jared, and that's that's one of the big things. I was like, man, we need to like. For one, I mean, before you even dive off any of that, it's like you need to get somebody that's an experienced handler around this dog and let them and see what they think. You know what I mean? And see if it's where it's even at, and And then then
2: say how much money do I need to start this? Uh, Exactly twenty grand.
1: Oh no, that dude's going to be. It would definitely be having to be wearing like a Wonder Bread bulletproof vest and. (laughs) I mean, any available advertising we <laughs> could get on that dog, like if, to find something and, and like put it on there because there's no way. No, nah, it would be Nutter Butter. Yeah, Nutter Butter. <laughs> cool Whip. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I couldn't believe that he come around the corner and I, was, I thought I was in a, like I thought the lean had got me. I was for real, and I seen. I was like, is that really Cool Whip? And he popped the top, and he's sitting there like licking his fingers. I'm like, where the f- did you get Cool Whip? My Money business. business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was
2: standing there watching him and he's giving him these nutter butters. And I'm like, what the heck? Because I don't give my dog crap like that. I ain't giving him crap from the table. Wow. <clears throat> and then they gave him the nutter butters. And then eventually the dog was taking the nutter butters mm-hmm. and then he just set them down on the ground. It's like oh, yeah. he didn't want them. And he kept giving them to
1: him, though. Yeah. I was like setting them in a pile. It's like, no, I'm good. And then he got beef jerky somehow. I don't know uh, where that
2: came from. That dog devoured that beef jerky. Yeah,
1: he had. He has all kinds of stuff over there. And then he had the cool <laughs> Surprised he didn't have that dog eating on ramen noodles. <laughs> He's probably over there, and it's been it's been hanging out with him.
2: You're gonna say on the couch?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I know for the last couple of days that dog has probably been eating like red beans and rice. <laughs> And, like, uh, what is the other thing he makes all the time? He's always making red beans and rice and, like, like box gumbo or something. Oh, he's, yeah. And he wonders why his stomach's tore up ninety percent of the time. <laughs> he's throwing Louisiana hot sauce on everything. And Go so, ahead
2: where you're going with the couch.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I can just see the two of them kick back on the couch in their underwear. One eating a block of cheese, and other eating like with a tub of Cool Whip <laughs> just on their stomachs.
2: Hey, dogs like cheese too. Do they really? Yeah. Have you ever heard the trick where to give them their medicine, you put it in a piece of cheese, and that's how you get them to take it?
1: Oh no. Yeah.
2: So I've heard they can eat it. So really. So I could see the two of them splitting a block of Velveeta cheese.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's definitely probably a happening thing. <laughs> I just can't believe the Cool Whip thing. Now I'm gonna have to get a cool whip logo t shirt. <laughs> I still I'm like, where the hell did that come from? I don't know. He says it's been in there. <laughs> I'm like, no, not that I'm aware of. <clears throat> he's like your buddy. Oh man, he's a mess. <laughs> okay.
2: What about your uh you had another one on the your delinquent.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot about this one when we were talking about him, but um, I put him out cleaning the cars. I think I had mentioned all that. And uh, I gave him some uh, glass cleaner and was telling him to do the insides, you know. And uh, he comes back in a little later, and he's like, you got any more? I was like, dang, you know, because, like, we have tahoes. I'm like, there's not – there was, like, damn near a whole can of glass cleaner on there. What what did you do? <laughs> and – uh He's like, oh, I'm almost done. I just need some more. And I was like, okay. So I come out and I'm like, man, for using a half, you know, almost a whole can of glass cleaner, these things better be shining like a diamond in a goat's ass. But (laughs) this fool was washing my car with glass cleaner, spraying it on the sides and wiping it down. Like on the painted part of the panels? the painted part. He did it. He was. So
2: (laughs) glass cleaner didn't. Stick no. with them or anything of what it might be for?
1: No. And then they didn't have the... Because this is like a certain brand of spray con to like foams. All they had was like the regular Blue Windex. And oh, his yeah. his He was shattered. He was like, no, I don't like this stuff. <laughs> and then I ended up finding another can of the of the foam, remember? Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is the good stuff right here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's running around cleaning and stuff. So uh, if his mom is listening, yeah, he knows how to do that. He did the windows... <laughs> He swept. He vacuumed. So, she's
2: probably going to be listening to this episode, and she's going to look over at him and be like, why don't you sweep and vacuum at home? Exactly. <laughs> don't let him tell you he don't know how. <clears throat> He's going to be mad at us. Yeah. Uh, I haven't wrote down, and I don't want to be a nuisance about this, but in the episode notes and in the bottom description on YouTube, I'm going to put the uh, info on uh Brain Surge again.
1: Still taking that? Oh, yeah. Swear it's weird time. I to get that bottle to you.
2: But anyway, down in the description, I'm going to have the, the Brain Surge stuff because I don't forget stuff like I used to. Because like today, I went to Walmart to go pick up three things. Mm-hmm. I went in there and I came out with those three things. Really? I remembered exactly what I went in there for. Really? Because usually I walk in there to get three items. I'll grab one and forget what the hell the other two were. Hmm. And then I'll get halfway back home and then have to turn around and come back.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, not me. I go to Walmart for three things and end up spending $200. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say I, Holly. Yeah.
2: Well, that's why you don't take her with you.
1: Oh, no. There ain't no way I'm going to Walmart without Because,
2: like, if I'm going to the store, Tasha will look at me and she'll be like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going down to the store. And she'll jump up and go put her shoes on and yep. all that. And I'm like, in the Man. car. Yeah. 'Cause I'll be going down there to get like a bottle of water or and I'll come back with like a bottle of water and thirty-five other things. Mm-hmm. It's like this three dollar trip ended up costing me, you know, two or three hundred dollars. Yep. Uh all right.
1: <clears throat> My traffic crap. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Jason's Traffic Corner. <laughs>
2: We need to have something where we push it on there, and it talks about it or whatever,
1: like little horns beeping.
2: Introduces them to it, or like you're stuck in traffic. (laughs) Uh, Well, I was looking up freaking dog stuff. I can't believe that stuff's that expensive. Eleven four oh five. Okay, today we are going to talk about what you are supposed to do when you are approaching an emergency vehicle.
1: What you were supposed to do? Yeah, or if like if it's coming at you or whatever. Yes, supposed to pull over. Nobody knows that. Yeah,
2: you're supposed to pull over. Okay, I'm gonna read the statute off to you, and once again, we'll tell everybody we're not attorneys. This is not legal advice. I'm gonna read the statute straight to you, and that is all I'm doing. Okay. Upon the immediate approach of an authorized emergency vehicle making use of audible and visual signals, meeting the requirements of blah, 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 act of a uh, police vehicle properly and lawfully making use of his audible and red spot, whatever, the driver of every vehicle shall yield the right of way and shall immediately drive to a position parallel to And as close as possible to the right-hand edge or curb of the roadway, clear of any intersection, and shall stop, which means don't move, and remain in such position until the authorized emergency vehicle has passed, except when otherwise directed by a police officer." So when I'm going down the interstate in the left-hand lane running code trying to save whoever from, you know, they've had a cardiac event or they need something because they've OD'd or there's a fight or whatever. And it's crucial that I get there in time and I'm driving down the left lane with my lights and sirens on and you people on the interstate get in the right lane and continue driving along with me. When I go to exit to get on the next road to go wherever I'm going, I can't do it because you're still driving in the right lane. Mm-hmm. They need to, you you got to move over and stop because if you don't stop, I can't get where I'm going. Yep. There's, I don't know how many times where I've almost had to come to a complete stop in the left lane to wait for traffic that's go, still moving. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be coming up behind me. They can see me up in front of them mm-hmm. and they'll just keep going. You've got to stop. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, and it, you never know how crucial I could be en route to like a shooting somewhere. Mm-hmm. And these 10 seconds I'm having to wait, is it whether Somebody's or not out. I get
1: a round off to stop somebody from or get a tourniquet sh- on? Yeah. Or, you know, what I'm saying pack a wound. <clears throat> and that's the same thing with intersections. That's a big deal. And I see that just when I'm out and about, you'll hear sirens and you people can tell when they're close enough. Like if they're frigging a couple blocks away, you can tell by the sound how close. But when you hear sirens and it's close stop like stop and look around to see where it's at yeah because we got to come through intersections pretty quick you know what i'm saying like i get it's important that people get where they need to be but in those times when somebody is code three they are trying to get somewhere for a reason yeah i mean it ain't just because we want to and and it's not optional like
2: it basically and it says in here that you shall yield to the right of way and you shall immediately drive to the side that's parallel with the curb or the side of the road
1: Mm -hmm. and stop you don't have a choice. You can't keep going. And even in even <clears> in that, the the running code to wherever it is, that's just as dangerous as whatever we're fixing to get into when we get there. That's actually yeah. more dangerous because we have more things to get around or more things to negotiate. You know what I mean? Because we got more people around us. Well, say we got a call one time of a uh, um, they said it was
2: a burger in progress. So we're we're hauling. We're trying to get there. <clears throat> well, we get told to cancel. because um, it wasn't a burglary. It was actually the, the people's kid that was there or something, blah, blah, blah. So we could slow it back down. Well, all these people that were in the right lane and that kept going, I wanted to park my unit and block the roadway and just divert everybody to the side of the road and just line them up and start writing citations for them not moving over. And I don't understand why people don't stop anymore. I mean, like, I've seen, like, and I try to set the example, there'll be an ambulance coming at me, and I'm in my patrol unit, Mm -hmm. and they're going to save someone's life. I see them, and I'll pull over, Mm -hmm. and, like, I move over far enough to get off of the majority of the roadway. Mm -hmm. And you'll see people that just stop right there in the middle of the road in their lane. Mm -hmm. And then they'll stop at the intersection or in front of a driveway, and then they can't get in where they're going. and. Mm -hmm. And, like, people will be driving, and they're so, like, in the zone of driving that all they see is what's in front of them. Mm -hmm. And then they've got the music playing. And if you can't hear a sirens coming, Mm -hmm. like, when they get up on you, yeah, because I can understand from a distance because, and people don't understand this, is, like, when we're driving and we're trying to get to a call, our unit actually is out is outrunning the sound. Mm -hmm. So there's a delay, get the sound getting there to you. Mm -hmm. But when we get up on you and we're right behind you with our siren going and our lights flashing and you have no idea we're there, Mm -hmm. you either are not paying attention. Your music's up way too freaking loud or something else is going on. Yeah. And it's like, I try to tell my kid, you know, you're driving around like a 6,000 pound weapon Mm -hmm. and you've got to pay attention because if you don't, you could kill somebody.
1: Right. I mean, and it is, it's not just that either. So, I mean, there's there's been bad things. Bad things happen when people are running code. And they, I mean, they tell you in Academy, don't become the call on the way to the call. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean, so.
2: And like, it'll take me forever to get to a call because, yeah, there might be times where I need to drive 80, 90, maybe 100 miles an hour to get somewhere. But. During those times, I could almost guarantee you that I'm probably the safest driver on the roadway. Because I come up to my intersection, even when I've got a green light, you know, they teach us that. Mm-hmm. You slow the hell down and make sure your intersection's clear. Oh, yeah. Because people don't pay attention.
1: <clears throat> well, we... Or
2: they'll see you and they'll just get caught in a gaze at staring
1: at a flashing light. Yeah. And like around here, we don't have a lot of signaling devices you know, in terms of like lights and stuff. So we've got like stop signs, a lot of four-way stop signs. So I'll be, you know, I'll have the siren going, but then as I'm coming to the intersection, you know what I'm saying, I'm I'm hitting the air horn or breaking up the sound so that people can tell I'm coming through, you know what I mean? And I'll I'll like slow down, so one, because I don't want to yeet my car, but another is just in case somebody's way back here and doesn't know I'm coming, And but yeah, I mean... I mean, yeah, there's times I've even come to a complete stop.
2: Yeah. Because a car is not stopping, and I'm like, and then they finally figure out what, that I'm
1: there. Oh, yeah. Or they're like, you'll be going, or like they'll be turning, and you're coming that way, and it's like deer in the headlights. They stop right in front of you, like right there. Yeah. And it's like, okay, go. like Get out of the way. Move, move, move. And they're like, what do I do? What do I do? What do where do I go? You know? I mean.
2: But anyway, soapbox, soapbox dismount.
1: Stupid criminal time. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Stupid Criminal <laughs> Corner with Jason. This is, uh, <clears throat> this one happened
2: in Oklahoma City. An article's titled, Keep Your Mouth Shut. Uh-oh. This is going out to Renix. No. <clears throat> a man was on trial in Oklahoma City for armed robbery of a convenience store when he decided <clears throat> to fire his lawyer and represent himself. Oh, hell, this ain't gonna end well. Uh, He was actually doing a fine job until the store manager was on the stand testifying he was the robber. The man stood up and yelled that she was lying and said, I should have blown your head off. Then he paused and added, if I was the one that was there, (laughs) the jury then found him guilty after 20 minutes of deliberation and recommended a 30 year sentence. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Should have kept the attorney. It says he was doing a good job representing himself. Mm. And then he shot that off. (laughs) 20 minutes, you're done. (laughs) That's not surprising, though. Not at all. All right. We're at
1: the end. We're at the end? Already? Yeah, I got on my soapbox about the emergency vehicle. Jeez, a freaking soapbox. All right, push that dude back under the table. (laughs) All
2: right. Anyway, thanks for coming and listening. Don't forget, uh, we've got the... uh, giveaway that we're still doing you got to go back a couple episodes and figure out which one that is uh what was it about oh that was the one when we first started talking about your delinquent
1: Ah, uh, yes
2: yeah and cleaning the car and getting locked in the backseat my little buddy <laughs> anyway thanks for listening thanks for
0: watching we'll yep. catch you on thanks. the next one Bye. You've been listening to Code 0.5, the lighter side of police work. If you have ideas or suggestions for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit our website at Code 05.co. That's Code 05.co. And please consider making a donation at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Code 05. Be sure to use the digits 05. Thanks for listening to Code 0.5.